every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me is none other than the rival himself. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? Boo. Boo? Boo. How is that boo? That's a horrible nickname. You could have you could have done so much with this week. <laughs> Well, Gary's in this week's episode, and he's he's, yeah, very, he's very prominent in this episode. Yeah, but that's you could have played off the title. You could have said he's my rootin' tootin' co-host, but no, you just. <laughs> well, that that's the difference between me and you. <laughs> but also joining us this week, and she is making her second appearance on this podcast. It's good old Mel. Mel, welcome back to our podcast. How are you? living the dream with all these audio issues but it's been good it's been good the podcasting world right (laughs) the virtual podcasting world more like it for real so um something we can actually talk about a little bit more now is um before we get into like anything of like pokemon related mel you actually have um a, a new podcast and it's yes. actually it's actually out now and you can speak about it a little bit yes, more clearly now because now we actually kind of know what we're doing um <laughs> yeah so uh the podcast that myself and uh a couple other friends and i are running it's called uh meta dungeon the md for your dm and what it is is that uh friends and i uh shoot the shit about the nerdiest game of all, Dungeons and Dragons. And we literally go over, like, um, how to play the game, all the, like, nitty-gritty details that you don't really get to learn or hear through reading books. We kind of just read the book for you and, you know, talk you through it um, on how to be a player, how to be a DM. Um, We have, like, holiday specials and such. Uh, We actually just uh, put a gabosh on a recording uh, we just did last week uh, for Halloween, and it's the top 13 scariest monsters of D&D. So that was actually a lot of fun, and it scared uh, my co-host and I so badly. Um, There's actually, on that podcast, she and I are kind of, like, having almost like a psychological torture session where we're sitting there and we're like, we're talking, we were talking about ghosts before we were on the podcast here. Uh, but she and I were literally just kind of getting a little spooked and we were looking around being like, okay, maybe we should stop talking about this right now. Um, but yeah, so we do that and, uh, we have a Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, hastily, she, she's not here to scream at me and say, uh, "What are hey Mel? What are our what are our um, oh fuck? What are they called? What are our social media handles?" <laughs> uh, so, uh, face she, she's in the other room actually right uh, now uh, decorating got, my I, house, so I can hear her in my brain just being like, 
Come on, what are they? Your Instagram is actually at Meta Dungeon Masters. That's it. Okay, so uh, at Meta Dungeon Masters, uh, Facebook is uh, at Meta Dungeon, uh, and the other one is at Meta Dungeon as well. And yes. I'm listening to see if she says anything to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> to just be like, you're wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah, come look us up. Just type in Meta Dungeon anywhere and you will find us. Oh, it's better than our handles because we had to go a different route. Um, our our handle on Twitter is at Pokey Breakdown. Our Instagram is at every Pokemon episode. And we don't have a Facebook. So, yeah. <laughs> and we do have a Patreon too. It's um that's also just Meta Dungeon Masters as well. Oh, you guys are a friend of Patreon, so yes, our yes, welcome and to the Patreon. You join, thank you. And if you guys join our Patreon, you'll get access to all of our episodes because we put our episodes out every Monday, every other Monday. So you'll get them the Friday before. And at higher levels, we actually are planning on creating some um, quick little campaigns for people to like play and run. So yeah, perfect. Come hang out. <laughs> And I guess, um, <laughs> I guess right now is a um, no better time than ever. But to kind of plug, um, we're recording this episode October fifth. But obviously, you're hearing this in the future, everybody. As as the law, the <laughs> as the long gag is on this podcast. But four days ago, we opened up two new tiers on our Patreon. Um, one of which, both of them are $15 a piece. And I can't guarantee that they, that these are still available people, but as of this recording, they are, but, um, we have one that is a guest spot, which has three slots and one of them's already been taken up. So there's two slots available as of this recording, as of right now, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to that tier. And then the other one, um, is you get a free Pokemon pack delivered to you in the mail. And that's also at the um, $15 mark. And you also get a nice personalized message from good old Wrestling Chris G and Dougie Fresh. So, yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yes. So, like I said, everybody, I can't guarantee that any of these slots are available anymore. Uh, but as of right now, as of Five days in, yes, um, we we still have room available for you. So go and subscribe. <laughs> when is when is this going out? Um, I couldn't tell you when this is going out. Um, this I think you told me like November. I think it's I think it is November. Um, <clears throat> this is episode sixty seven, and right now on the free feed. Let's see when this is going out. I can give you. Bum bum bum. Oh, so I this might be December. Cause oh, shit. Never mind then. So I, what did I say? 67. So five weeks from October 22nd. So we got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, the end of November. Yes, November 26th is when this is going out. So, ah, right on Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Black Friday. This is your Black Friday episode. And that and that's only if um I, I think this might get pushed to the first week of December because I think me and Doug, yeah, me and Doug are doing a movie 
episode that is coming up fairly soon. So all of our episodes are getting pushed back one week. Mm, okay. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So I forgot. I forgot all about that. But yes. So yeah, you are the first episode of December, Mel. Merry oh, Christmas. Oh. <laughs> so. I don't know why I sounded like Mickey Mouse just now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you know, Disney owns everything. They probably own Christmas by this point, anyway. Oh, get out of my office, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently. Did you? Oh, speaking of Disney, and and obviously we're all friends, and we lollygag on this um, show. But um, they they just got rid of their um, their newest or their oldest um, show um, that they had. Like they they would put like projector on the castle and everything. Apparently now um, it's a big interaction show where not only is it going to be interacting on the castle, but it's also going to be interacting on the walkway. You so, know what? I think I heard about that too. So um, I'm and, and don't quote me, everybody, but I can expect um, ticket prices going up for something like that. So well, they're already going to go up because of the genie pass. They got a genie pass now. What? what oh the yeah, hell? you didn't hear about this? Okay, I, yeah. So <laughs> fun tangent. Basically, <laughs> what they're doing is they're getting rid of the fast passes, the old fast passes, Get and out. now you have. Yeah, so now they have what's called a um, a genie pa- uh, park pass. So there's a couple levels of it. There's the free one. Uh, the free one um, allows you to, I think, I'll look this up real quick. Um, uh, okay, so I think the free one allows you to um, get on some rides, but if you want to get on all the good rides, you have to pay like an extra 25 bucks a ride. Oof. Wait, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me make sure I heard that right. Probably didn't with all the <laughs> No, oh, oh, no, no, you came through perfectly clear. It's, so, I now, when I'm going to Disney World, I have to pay to get on specific rides at Disney if you World? Get, if you want to get on Fast Pass. Oh, what? Fast Pass, okay, okay. I was, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, certain rides you have to, if you want to skip the line and go to the fast lane, you have to pay $25 per ride. Jesus. So I think it's still not worth it. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I I will get on the rides the way that I need to. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's, yeah, cause, okay, that's here it is, here it is. Crazy. So the, there's the complimentary service, and it helps you kind of, like, keep track of, like, um, wait times, uh, you know, planning and everything like that. Um, but then if you want to pay for it, that's when you get the lightning lane, which is their fast pass, um, and that's $25 a ride. Jeez. And it's not for oh. every, and it's not even for every ride. It's only for certain ones. Get out of here. So, yeah. I mean, they're... they're it's just they're 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 just like freaking six flags now like you have to they have a fast pass and then they have like an ultimate fast i'm I'm paraphrasing they have a gold a platinum and a silver yes and oh my goodness like they're 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 just making lines worse for people that just want what happened to just going to a park and just standing in a line just to get on a ride and not having people cut in front of you like i mean i get it 
But I mean, if even if I was a millionaire, I don't think I'm gonna sit there and pay up the woohoo just to get on a couple right there may these theme parts are making it so hard for people Jesus. i think a, what a lot of it is is too is they're trying to even though i don't feel like they need to they did lose a bit of money well disney has no leg to stand i want to talk to that there's there everybody and their mother has a disney plus subscription and everybody's just piling well, money no, in i know that but I'm thinking it's just another money scam to be like, we were suffering too. Oh, shenanigans. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I mean, okay, your parks were closed and that's a big income, but you still got movies. You still got Disney Plus. You still got parks in all. Well, I can't really say because cert- certain parks around the world are still closed. But here's so. the other thing about it, though, is that the Disney Disney should have a good chunk of change in a vault somewhere. Just on the side. I'm, I'm sure they do. I, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they they have the big Mickey Mouse funds that they can just dip into, regardless of anything. I mean, they bought everything. Yeah, they own Fox. They own uh, Marvel. They own. I think they kind of own Sony. It's a weird. Yeah, that's weird. I mean. That's another half an hour discussion. I mean, <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we should probably move on. Oh no, this, this, we we get into tangents on the on these podcasts, <laughs> and people enjoy it. At least I hope they do. If not, they're fast forwarding right now. But not to hell with them. <laughs> this is important or, things. You might be going to Disney World. I know, uh, unless you're Doug, and then you listen to us on two times speed. Yeah, I mean, you got to. <laughs> So, all right. You're going to hate me now because I started watching TV on one and a half, you know, so. Get out of here. Are you serious? Flying, I'm flying and my feet ain't left the ground. Oh, Jesus, Doug. <laughs> it came with the latest Apple update. You can mess with your playback speed. And I'm like, I'm going to mess with this. Oh, I, I bet you are. And, and, and you can still listen. It's not taking away the audio or anything or as if it's fast forwarding. I did a good chunk at two times, and two times was kind of pushing it, so I dialed it back to one and a half. <laughs> of course you did. And now now you're not going to be able to watch TV the same. You just mm, Probably not. You just fucked yourself, Doug. <laughs> well, you know, live sports is one thing, but yeah, if I'm, if I'm playing catch-up on some of my shows, yeah. <laughs> Listen, who are you to tell me how to watch television? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> That's Listen here, thing. buddy. <laughs> For real, for real. That's a whole nother podcast. That that's um every Pokemon podcast ever after dark. (laughs) Also sounds a little dirty. (laughs) Hey kids, you wanna talk about some Pokemon? (laughs) You wanna come over here and trade some cards? (laughs) My Ekans can do tricks. Oh boy. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. My Ekans will attack your cloister. Oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta back out of here. We gotta. Doug, Doug's like, really back, really back, right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So this week's episode. You know, this is your fault. You know. <laughs> You opened that door last week. You know that, right? I did. I really did. <laughs> Hopefully, everybody got to hear your your ramble on the uh, on what you talked about <laughs> on the black and white. Oh, I, 
I, I didn't even tell you, uh, Mel. We we have we we added a second podcast, uh, right? Oh. Before, and um, I mean, I'm not going to go too much into it because our listeners already kind of know. But we're on Tuesday every Tuesday. Um, we're reviewing an episode of Pokemon Black and White. It's one of the more recent um, uh. episodes. So, and me and me and Doug have not seen those episodes, so we're actually going into that with fresh eyes. Oh, so, that'll be fun. Yes. But all right, everybody. But today's episode is episode sixty-seven. Can you believe it? But um, today's episode is called "Showdown at the Poke Corral," and translated from Japanese, it's called "Rival Showdown Okido Laboratory." Oh boy! <laughs> this episode <laughs> premiered in Japan October eighth, nineteen ninety eight, and here in the states September thirtieth, nineteen ninety nine. And Doug, my day in history this week is on nineteen sixty. Are you going first this week, or am I? Yes, I am going first. Of course, you are. Everybody, it's the drinking game. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, Doug, what is your date? So on this date in 1927, Jesus, Sorry. and this is apropos because they're currently losing their AL wildcard game three to nothing to Boston. New York Yankees slugger Babe Ruth cracks his record-breaking 60th home run of the year. Oh, okay. So I see why you did go with this one. Okay, continue. And um, so yeah, six. So he would end the he would end the year at. <clears throat> pardon me. He would end the year at sixty, and his record would stand for thirty-four years, until it was broken by one single home run by Roger Maris when he hit sixty-one, and then. You fast forward all the way to the the hectic year of '99, <clears throat> when um, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Ken Griffey Jr. to a lesser extent were just hitting balls all over the ballparks in America, and as it currently stands, the single season record. Is still on Barry Bonds, and that asterisk is still big old right there at the back of his name. He's at 73, but everybody and their mother doesn't acknowledge that because a human head shouldn't balloon that big. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> wait, so so you're telling me no one's beat the 73 in one season yet? No. Um, That's steroids aren't a thing anymore, kids. I, th I think the the closest you've gotten, a couple people have cracked 50 in recent years. And I think with uh, professional sports being more conscious of, like, load time and, and player health, I think, you know, you're not going to see guys trotting out there swinging for the fences over the course of a 162-game season. Although those numbers might jump up next year if the National League adopts the DH to go along with the American League and you're not having 
pitchers hit and you're and you're bringing in guys with a specific uh, task of swinging the bat three or four times a game. So they might jump up a little bit, but 73. That's pretty high. That's pretty tough in the, in the modern game. I, I, I would expect that. <laughs> Holy shit. So mine, oh, I, were, were you done, Doug? Oh yeah. Okay. So mine happened in 1960 and this was the television premiere of the first animated sitcom created created by Hanna Barbera, The Flintstones premiered on this day. <gasps> I love The Flintstones. I know, and and everybody knows the Flintstones. Everybody knows the song Flintstones. Na, 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 na. So, <clears throat> modern something family. Yes, <laughs> as we butcher the song, but um, yes, on this day. Um, it was the first animated sitcom created by the ba- um, Bambera. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera, which are, I believe they're two brothers. Um, I believe nope. their names were, what? <laughs> nope. No, no, they're not. Um, it's Joseph um, Barbera and William Hanna. So it was just both of their last it was both of their last names and this premiered on ABC in the US on this day so and the show still gets run if you if you have boomerang on your cable provider you will catch this like 10 times a day so it is kind of to go off of that chris uh they were actually um in the process of potentially being sued by um Jackie Gleason from the original Honeymooners from the 1950s because um, Flintstones is very kind of loosely inspired by the original Honeymooners and Jackie Gleason was uh, uh, threatened to sue Hanna-Barbera thinking that he had a case because he saw them as stealing his character but uh, his lawyers actually talked him out of it uh, because they said, do you really want to take a beloved TV show? and take the heat from that. Oh, I had no idea that. Holy shit. Okay. You want to know why I know that is because strangely enough today, I read an article about Hanna-Barbera cartoons <laughs> without, <laughs> even, without even like, I read it this morning at 7am while I was getting ready to crawl out of bed to go to work. Oh shit. Okay. So well, look at that. <laughs> Weird facts you learn on a, on a daily basis. I couldn't tell you. I've I've been posting on um, my personal social media on a daily basis uh, weird facts, and it's funny because they're like Skeletor um, weird facts, and I've been posting them on a daily to the point where people are waiting for me to post these. And with Facebook going down yesterday for everybody. <laughs> I was like, well, the world ended. Uh, yeah, apparently the world ended because everyone and their mother went crazy. I was just like, and I, I looked right over at my wife and I was like, you know, we could actually talk today. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked over and said, who are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so yes, um, that was my, um, that was my date for today's episode. And uh, if you guys are both ready, we can start and jump on into this week's episode, Showdown at the Pokey Corral, which was, it, it, it was an episode, everybody. But I, I, enjoy, I think I enjoyed it more than Doug did. 
enjoyed it myself. Yes. So, all right. You got you guys ready? Yeah, we're tuned in. Mm-hmm. All right. So I will start this off. And we start this week's episode with a big crowd cheering. And we see good old Ash Ketchum, what looks like he's in the middle of the Pokemon League. And it looks like he may have won the Pokemon League. And he's like, it's time for me to become a Pokemon master. And he takes out a Pokeball and he does his little throw. But oddly enough, the Pokeball does not open and it starts flinging back. It starts boomeranging back at good old Ash Ketchum. And then we look at Ash and Ash is like, what the hell? And this Pokeball becomes 20 times the size of what it normally is. And it starts sucking in Ash just to find out that Ash is dreaming because Mr. Mime is a dick. And Mr. (laughs) Mr. Mime was sitting there and sucking Ash's face with the vacuum. (laughs) Doug? Yeah, I mean... You you know you say he was being a dick. I mean, you know when we're when we're down at the breakfast table, Ash's mom is like, "Well, when Mister Mime sees something dirty, he cleans it." So I mean, <laughs> you're, you're you're throwing a little bit of shade at your son there, but I mean, when one of the last things you said to your son before he jur- began his journey was make sure you pack clean underwear. I mean, you know, I mean, she's staying on brand. I'll give her that much. For real. So and that and that that actually goes into the next thing, um, because M- Mr. Mom not only did that once, but Ash gets woken up. He's looking around the room and he's not knowing what's going on because he just sees Mr. Mime vacuuming, which I mean, I I guess he might have just fallen asleep on the floor, but he had a whole pallet and everything and his bed's right above him in the in the picture frame. But Mr. Mime goes right back and puts the vacuum right back on Ash's face. I think I think Mr. No, Mime clearly he mi- he missed a spot. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he missed a spot. It's like Mo from Wally, the little <laughs> robot that has to clean everything. <laughs> that's a that's a good comparison. That's that's you know and on our on our pre-show discussion, it's it's very apt. D- Disney finds a way to worm its way into everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we go straight from that to the cue card um, showdown at the Pokey Corral, and then now we are downstairs at the breakfast table. It looks like good old Brock is cooking up a meal, and Ash's mother is decorating with some flowers. It looks like she was probably picking some flowers in the garden. And she looks over at Ash and goes, did you sleep well? And Ash just looks like he's just all turned around. He's like, yeah, I slept okay. And then um, Mel, are, are you currently watching this along with us? Yes, I am. You, you want to go over this next part of the scene? Yeah. So basically he's just talking about, like we kind of co- covered that already, is that he was like, well, Mr. Mime, you know, woke me up, he needs to cool his shit, and she goes, oh, whenever he sees something dirty, he feels the need to clean it. Um, let's see here, because my captions aren't working, so I can't see the exact dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's my night tonight, folks. Uh, so, yeah, Pikachu's eating, and she tells Mr. Mime to go off and do some more cleaning elsewhere. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, uh, well, um, just 
And I'm not sure where you're watching, uh, Mel, but um, a perfect way. Are, are you on Pokemon.com? I can be in a second. There you go. Um, go on Pokemon.com, um, and they have a TV section, and you'll be able to actually watch this episode on there with the captions and everything. Oh, my God. It'll help you. <laughs> so, Doug, you want to go over this next part? So, yeah, uh, Misty throws in her perfect line about, you know, maybe because Mr. Mime was so helpful with, with the vacuum earlier, maybe Ash can go another week without taking a bath because, you know, boys are <laughs> smelly. Um <laughs> I I personally take issue with Togepi and Pikachu just being on the table. Oh, um, come on. Well, no, because Misty <laughs> should be holding Togepi, and Pikachu, by all accounts, should be sitting in that chair. Well, when is Misty ever holding Togepi when she's eating? She has hand-fed Togepi several times. Yes, but we've also seen Togepi almost fall off a cliff in the Pokemon movie. <laughs> also true. And they were all eating breakfast, which, but just, which, which by the way, um, happened right after this episode. Just I was going to gonna say, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I did kind of clock that as well. But um, so, you know, Ash gets frustrated and he tells Mr. Mime to wipe the smug look off of Misty's face. And Mr. Mime just kind of gives him the deer in the headlights look and Ms. Ketchum just says, Oh, sorry, Ash, mine only listens to me. And <laughs> you, you know, know and that's what Mr. Mime is still a wild Pokemon, Doug. He was never caught. No, never. Just, he, he's just there to help Mrs. Ketchum. And God only knows what happens when Ash is not there. He's got Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> so, so we go straight from your scene, Doug, to um, Jesse, James, and Meowth. Good old Team Rocket, and <clears throat> they're like, we're just victims of CFS, Chronic Failure Syndrome, and from there they look over and they see a headquarters. And he's like, what's the worst that he can do to us? It looks like they're back at Team or Team Rocket home base. And they all agree that we can quit, but they don't, of course. Well, they go to quit. And if the building hadn't blown up that exact second, they would have quit. I know. Uh, <laughs> this is actually, oddly enough, one of my favorite parts. And it's so minor and so quick. <laughs> Oh, okay. Go go over this. So the reason this is one of my favorite parts is because it actually, because I know I said in the previous time, I, whoop. Oh. What happened? It started playing with the music, so I quickly turned it off. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> you know, you're good. So, we can't, we can't hear it. Yeah, yeah, I we, wasn't yeah. sure, but it was very loud in my ear. So basically <laughs> the reason I love this part so much is because when they show up to quit, there's a giant explosion, and out, and they're like, um, what the fuck? And this fucking figure just comes shooting out of the building, and it's goddamn Mewtwo. Yes! <laughs> and I flipped a shit, because Mewtwo was actually the first Pokemon I fell in love with when I was, like, eight years old. Really? Um, that, that was your favorite Pokemon growing up? Because, strangely enough, I because I didn't have cable as a kid, so I didn't really get to watch Pokemon, but they had the fucking Mewtwo Strikes Back, like, trailer fucking everywhere. Yes. So, <laughs> it was just, 
I don't know. I just I saw parts of the movie and I just saw him and I was like, I fucking love him. So he <laughs> showed off, shows up, and they're like, well, the boss, what's going on with the boss? And you see him, their boss, you know, in the rubble with Persian and being like, oh, God, now Team Rocket's fucking showed up. What the hell, guys? And they basically are like, well, we were just here and uh, wanted to check in. And he's just like, okay, fuck off. <laughs> and goes in his and goes into his, like, I can't tell if that's a helicopter or a plane. And yes. um, off he goes with Persian. And they're just kind of like, oh, it's a helicopter. Oh, it's like a hovercraft. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from the Avengers. So <clears throat> what I'd love about this scene is they're, they're playing off of the Pokemon movie. Yes. And in the Pokemon movie, at the beginning of the movie, Mewtwo goes apeshit on Giovanni because, yeah, because <laughs> Giovanni is sitting there telling Mewtwo, I'm your trainer. We are, you're a Pokemon. I'm, I'm a human and we are not equal. And Mewtwo just looks right over at Giovanni and goes, fuck you. And just blows everything to shit and just flies out. So that's the background as to Mewtwo flying out. So he's flying off to his yeah. island, which is basically what's about to happen after this episode. So showdown at the Poke Corral is kind of the preamble to the whole Pokemon uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back movie. So, and if you haven't heard that podcast, go back and listen, everybody, because it's a great almost three hour podcast of us reviewing that whole movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you were saying, um, Giovanni ends up flying or flying away in his aircraft. He gives team rocket an assignment to go and finish doing what they're doing and to not disturb him anymore. And team rocket has this great like cheering moment that they weren't fired and they put their arms in the air and then the freaking building blows up even more behind them. <laughs> Doug, you want, you want to get this next part with professor Oak? <coughs> so then we see uh, the, Trio entering Professor Oak's uh, laboratory and, you know, ask, you know, bust in the door like Kramer and just like you do in the Pokemon game, you can just walk into anybody's house. You just walk in and the door is just wide open, no locks or nothing. You can do that um, in Skyrim too and actually steal things. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, right. And um, did you say Skyrim? Yes, I did. Do you play Skyrim? Oh boy. Jared and I do. Yes. <laughs> do you play it on the PlayStation? Yes. Oh, I'm getting your handle as soon as we're done with this. I need help. Run, Mel. Run. <laughs> <laughs> I need fucking help. I'm a level 17. Freaking. Oh, I need your help. So yes, okay. I will. I'll be getting your handle after after we're done. <laughs> My my ears just perked right up. Right. <laughs> All right, Doug, continue. Yeah, continue with whatever the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> this is what happens when we have friends on the podcast. It's a fun it's a fun show. Fun show. <laughs> All right. So Professor Oak is basically standing at the door and he's you know, he's greeting everybody and he he's immediately focused on 
Togepi because I believe that might be the first time he's seen Togepi and or at least in person anyway he might have been like on a video call or something um and Ash and Pikachu do the anime faint and Ash is like well gee I'll just be down here being chopped liver or something and um they walk into the living room area and we see everybody's favorite trainer, Gary, is sitting there with a cup of tea and a dopey look on his face. <laughs> oh, come on. G- Gary is one of my, like, until the later later in the series, Gary's one of my favorite characters. Like, he shows. Ah, uh, Gary's a twat. <laughs> I, I love me some Gary because Gary keeps ash on his toes. Like, I, I love, love it. <laughs> so yeah they walk into the room and it, the first thing gary has to do is just shut ash down and it, we're, we're going to get this the whole episode which is why i love this episode so much but first thing he sees is ash and he's like well i'm not surprised you showed up late actually i'm surprised you showed up at all <laughs> <laughs> which fair point i mean he was late and barely dressed on his uh, first official day as a trainer, basically. Yes. So, fair point. <laughs> and Ash, Ash just takes so so much offense to it. It's funny because they end up being friends later on. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but um, in this episode, so Ash like, hey, and Professor was like, he's like, calm down, calm down, you two. He's like, why can't Palette's two top Pokemon trainers get along? And I'm going to kind of paraphrase this next part because I, I kind of, my ears kind of perked up because I have completely forgot about this because the story is Ash and Gary and in the Pokemon series. You don't really ever really acknowledge the two other trainers that came in um, with these two. But um, Professor Oak alludes to them and he's like, yeah. Um, Gary has 10 badges. You have eight badges. You guys were the most dominant um, in the town of Pallet. And um, the other two trainers that were here, um, they they didn't um, they didn't pair up too much. They he said uh, he said they started out hot and they just kind of blocked. I don't know if he said they lost interest or just kind of got, you know, and freaking Gary, <laughs> Gary, just like he's like, yeah. They just gave up. <laughs> now, I have a question, and I'm not, I'm not trying to get too deep in the weeds because we, we've still got a good chunk of this episode to cover. Did they ever acknowledge where Gary's other two badges came from? Um, no, but but um, when we did see those earlier in the episodes, he doesn't have the same badge. I mean, he has some, but he doesn't have the same badges that Ash, Ash has. That's he, right. We did have that discussion. Yeah, he he has basically ten other badges from different towns. I think the only one that they shared was Sabrina's because I believe he had the psychic heart shaped badge in there. But the rest of those badges, oh, and and uh, oh no, he didn't he didn't get Giovanni because Giovanni would have been the eleventh badge. Right. So, so yeah, he he has basically nine other badges that. Ash does not have. So, yeah. (laughs) Badges you can't get in the game. One of them was shopping on Amazon, and one of them was shopping on Wish. And they basically (laughs) ended up in in the same boat. (laughs) 
Ash was shopping on Wish, and Gary he was shopping on Amazon. I, I, I no, I I would flip that because you get Ash's badges in the games. You don't get Gary's badges because Gary's better. <laughs> so a- after that moment we get the next funny moment which is a running gag in the pokemon series um good old crabby comes over and it looks like he has green tea for everyone in the room and ash is like oh long time no see crabby and, Gary- and I'm, I, I almost threw my phone because I was like, yeah, but how many free spots do you have? What did you have? Like, I was so mad. Like, You are so mad that he has five Pokemon and he has that one spot open on his belt and he doesn't use his damn crappy. <laughs> D- Doug gets this so mad at that. <laughs> and freaking Gary's looking over at the Krabby. He's like, oh, so that's his, huh? He had this and he's like, oh, I almost didn't see it down there. As a small person, I understand. <laughs> I'm often overlooked. So Ash is sitting there. He's like, um, let's see. Oh, so they, they start talking and he's like, well, yeah, that's my Krabby. And he's like, well, look at mine. And then they look over at the Krabby. And Gary's is like 10 times the size of his little measly Krabby. And he's like, that's gigantic. And that's where all the steroids in baseball went. They went into Gary's Krabby. <laughs> they took it out. They, yeah, they took it out of baseball and put it into Gary's Krabby. <laughs> yeah. Mel, do you want to go over this next part? <laughs> Yeah, so kind of to back up a little bit, um, then this is when they start talking about the um, Indigo Plateau uh, Pokemon League that meets, like, I think they said once a year. Yes. And Gary was being all like, oh, do you even know what it is? And Ash is like, actually, no, I don't. We That's why we're actually here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's, it's exactly two months from today. And so... Um, so they said there'll be more than 200 trainers competing, and Ash is like, yeah, I'm going to beat every single one of them, right, Pikachu? And I was like, yeah. I think when I watched this, I was like, yeah, with just a Pikachu. I was like, um, the, the rest of your Pokemon needs some training, and you can't even control your damn Charizard. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so that's when Gary's like, I, you know, I could beat you with both hands tied behind my back. And, and, you know, they start going at it, and Ash is being all like, yeah, no, you won't. And Gary's just like, you know, you're not a bad trainer. You're just not better than me. And then it goes back to Ash's house where there's a Jesse and James dressed up as news reporters being like, we love to interview your son to his mom. And uh, oh, oh, she's oh, like, hold, hold on, hold on. We, we, we missed one prominent. Um, oh, what? One prominent part where Gary's over here shaming Ash about how many Pokemon he has. Well, yeah, but that, that, that comes back later. Oh, oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. You, no, you are 100% right. I'm no, so sorry, I'm no, so sorry. No. <laughs> they, they drop the line, but when they leave the scene, they're headed to the, the, like, the Pokeball storage area to actually take yeah. a look. Yes. But I'm they just... do drop the line here. Right. So, my bad, my bad. All right, you can continue. Team Rocket. <laughs> so Team Rocket shows up, and she's like, oh, well, my son's not home. And then Mr. Mind comes out in a cleaning frenzy and is just starts sweeping them away. 
and, and mom is like, oh, they went to Professor Oak's laboratory, and mom is still sweeping them the hell away. <laughs> Just Ms. Ketchum has a big mouth. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, Doug, you want to go to go to this next part? So this is where we, um, <clears throat> pardon me, this is where we get the the Krabby comparisons. And I would argue that Gary's Krabby doesn't even look healthy, but that's just me. Um, and then Gary has another good point about rotating his Pokemon. So they all get experience, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, what of your Krabby, and what of your Muck, and what of your 17 Tauros, and... <laughs> <laughs> So I don't like Gary, but he's got good points. No, and and um, you know, so they're going back and forth. And uh, Brock leans over to Professor Oak and says, "You better, you know, stop this because <laughs> shit's about to go down." And Professor Oak's just munching on some food, and he goes, "Well, I'm a professor, not a referee." I <laughs> died when I heard that line. He's like, "Just let them bicker." <laughs> So if he doesn't take the side of his grandson, that's kind of shitty. That is kind of shitty. But I think even he realizes his grandson's kind of a jerk. <laughs> well, so is Fair. Professor Oak to, to Ash. I mean, Ash doesn't capture that many Pokemon. And he showed up late in his pajamas on his first day. Like, that's not going to make the best first impression. No, it never does. Always show on time early to your first day on the job. And try to be wearing pants, for goodness sake. <laughs> so, and th it's at this point where Gary starts kind of making sense. He's like, I revolve um, all my Pokemon because depending on the gym leader that I go to, um, you have to know what you're going up against. And Professor Oak is like, he's like, oh, that's pretty smart. That's my grace. That, that pissed me off. At this point, we're deep enough that everybody understands type advantage. <laughs> but that that's where the funniness comes in because it's at this point at um gary's gary looks over at ash and he's like um what would you use against a uh a, 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 what kind of pokemon would you use against my geodude and or no that's what brock says and gary's like he's he's like i'd use a water type um, against the rock type, and then I'd have a grass type as my backup. And he's like, what would you use, Ash? And freaking Misty has no chill. And she's like, he'd use his Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, Misty pissed me off here, because Ash, he's not bright, but he at least has enough common sense to say, oh, I'd use my Squirtle. <laughs> but 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 he didn't though he he was fighting Brock with his he didn't Pikachu. have him <laughs> well whose fault is that he could have caught a bell sprout <laughs> that it's actually funny me and me and um little man we're playing on um, Pokemon Fire Red um all 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 over again and we're playing it from scratch and I'm I'm showing Jordan how to <clears throat> train his Pokemon and he's getting so irritated. Because he has to train his Pokemon in order to win these battles in the game. And I have to tell him, I was like, well, you got to capture specific Pokemon. You got to train them. And then when you fight these gym leaders, you'll be able to. Because we're playing online. We're playing, um, I don't know if you've heard of this, Mel, but it's called Poke MMO. 
So it's basically you can play Pokemon like red version, blue version, like online with a bunch of people. You can see them walking online, but the basis of the game is the same. The only difference is, is you can interact with other people in the game and trade Pokemon with people around the world. Okay, that's really cool. Yes. So um, so we're playing that and it's just this this hit me pretty hard because um Little Man went up against Brock and he was getting his ass handed to him like just left and right. He's like, I don't know how to beat him. And I look at his party. Who's in his party? He has Charmander. He has Pikachu. He has a, like a level six Caterpie. I was like, all right, well, you need to level up your damn Caterpie. And <laughs> <laughs> he has a Weedle. And who who else did he have um, in, in his party? He had a Pidgey and he had a Rattata. Uh, a Rattata. And I could never say that Pokemon's name right. And people are probably like, yeah, Rattata. There you go. I, I, always, just, used, I just used to say Rattata and just move <laughs> on. I, I've always said Rattata. I don't know how it's actually said. So those were his party, but he's going up against Brock. And in MMO, they kind of beefed up the gym leaders. Like they actually make them a little bit harder. And, um, Freaking! Even though you have, if even if you have like a grass type or a water type, freaking Onyx in Pokemon Fire Red, he knows some fucking big ass moves, and he'll kill you if you don't have the right strategy. I went in there with Sleep Powder and put all his Pokemon to sleep and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, back back to the episode. Um, but but Gary calls Ash a loser. He's like, you know, you're not supposed to use an electric type against a rock type. What a loser. And Ash's like, I'm not a loser. I earned eight badges. He's like, but how many Pokemon did you capture, Ash? And, <laughs> and, and this oh is where God. Misty pissed me off again. Because she's like, it doesn't matter, Ash. Don't tell him how many Pokemon you have. It's none of his business. I'm like, whose side of this are you on? You're just sitting there. She, You're supposed to be my friend. She's basically sitting there doing the Kermit meme going, oh, that's none of my business. But I'm just going to sit here and stir the pot all day. I feel like Misty always pisses you. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not the first time I've heard you say that. <laughs> Misty, I think you say it once an episode. Misty makes makes Doug mad more. And there's a new character. Uh, her name is Iris in the black and white version. And she makes Doug even more mad. That she, It's like Misty on steroids because every oh. single episode she has to call Ash a kid. She's like, oh, you don't know this? What a kid. And, th and that's her catchphrase in the episode that Doug hates it. Yeah, well, okay. First of all, I want to I wanna nip this narrative in the bud right now. I just don't prefer their care. Well, I don't mind Misty, but she just has moments where she needles. I, yeah, I could take relieve Iris at this point. That, what, what a kid shit is ridiculous because they're the same fucking age. <laughs> I think I think we said that Iris is what she's what twelve. She might be eleven or twelve. But I was still. about to say I, I think she's older than Ash by a year or so. But that's not that's not saying anything. That'd no. be like me getting on this show every week calling you a kid. I know. <laughs> oh, you don't know that, Chris? What a kid! Hey, now. <laughs> but um, in this scene. 
um, while they're bickering back and forth, Professor Roke um, was actually analyzing both Ash and Gary's Pokédex. How did he get them? I I don't know. They he he went in their pockets and snagged them he and put them in. He rolled a nat twenty stealth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, there you go, Mel Branding. Freaking, freaking <laughs> Gary's big old crabby just walked over and just went pluck. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if he went too far, though? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. dear. Oh, boy. Talk, <laughs> talk about hurting the Ekans. Um, <laughs> and, or, or, or the executor, or the execute. <laughs> oh, that great. That was so good. That was really good. <laughs> So, um, Professor Oak has a really good line in this episode. He's like, the results show that Gary has only seen 60 different types of Pokemon, but Ash has seen over 100. But it seems like the 60 Pokemon that Gary has seen, he most likely has inside of (laughs) (laughs) Gary's laboratory. And... Because Ash is like, he's like, oh, I've seen more Pokemon victory. And, and Professor Oak has to just chop it, chop him down just a level. And he's like, but Gary's captured many more Pokemon than you, Ash. <laughs> and then, you know, Gary has pretty much the knockout punch right before we go to commercial. And he says, because you pull out your Pokedex every time you see a Pokemon, I catch and ask questions later. <laughs> And then, bam, yeah. <laughs> Which I I love that line because that that's what Ash should do. <laughs> honestly, yeah. I mean, what is it? Yeah, honestly, what does it matter what the Pokemon is? It's a wild Pokemon, you know that much. That's all you need to know right now. You're losing seconds, and that's how half of these Pokemon run back into the damn grass before Ash is able to catch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, um, Ash catch him more like Ash lose him. For real. <laughs> so it's it's from here that um, Gary says that we need to go back to the laboratory to see all of our Pokemon. And Mel, do you want to go over this next part? Yeah. So uh, Professor Oak is like, yeah, let's go poke around my um, laboratory. And we go to the, who's that Pokemon? And uh, so I scream, it's Pikachu, like that one vine. And um, <laughs> Pokemon... <laughs> Our Pokemon is uh, the, I like like to think of as the uh, masochistic uh, Slowbro. Yes. And the reason I say that is because Slowbro will spend his time just keeping his tail in the water. (laughs) Something to come up and just chomp him on the ass. And he's just like, almost there. <laughs> it's funny because we're we're getting uh, that that's actually next week's episode is the evo- basically the evolution of Slowbro. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, stopping getting close to the asshole. So Slowbro. Uh, so then once we get past that, uh, we get to the um, the lab where. Uh, he's like, oh my god! Ash is like, wow, there's thousands of Pokemon here, and he goes. Yeah, these are the ones I received from um, Gary, and there's like a shit ton of them, and he goes, and these are the ones I received from Ash, and they're like, oh, that's a lot, that's a lot of Pokeballs, and he goes, yeah, but they're pretty much all Tauros from the Safari, (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh. 
it's funny because he has two red Pokeballs, which and it's uh, Muck and Krabby. Yes, those are the only two, and then all the rest of them are fucking Torals. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, it's four. It's it's twenty of them because it's four rows of five. There's not not all of them are filled. Oh, you are right. Yeah, it is twenty, at least twenty. So I mean, you know, quantity here. Let's you know. That's so, like just that, that's at a least lot of I'd toys. say twenty. I'd say at least like twenty five, twenty six toros. That's still <laughs> a lot of toros. Let's let's point out the fact that um, Ash doesn't have so many Pokemon that he he has a picture of his face above his Pokemon, <laughs> and it's just a couple of Pokemon. It's actually I can count it right here. Um, one two. He has he has twenty five Tauros, and he has two um, regular Pokemon um, that he's captured, which is Muck and Krabby, and then freaking Professor. And he only carries five with him. He only carries five. <laughs> he can carry Krabby. He can carry Muck. He can carry a Tauros. He could rotate a Tauros. He could. He can have a pen full of really strong Tauros. He can just rotate. No, I'm going to stick with my five. And one of them, one that I keep around, doesn't listen to me, <laughs> and is going to bite me in the ass later. <laughs> Doug's like, you don't play Pokemon the right way. <laughs> so, Professor Rogue, this is just chopping Ash down quite a bit the whole episode because Professor Rogue has to chop Ash again and just go, on the other hand, Gary has captured more than 200 Pokemon. And Gary's like, yeah, that that's not bad, is it? And Ash's like, 200? But there's only around 150 kinds of Pokemon, Misty goes. Yes, yeah, but, then, but then Misty has to hit the fucking nail right on the head. Well... There's only 150 known, so you must have duplicate. No shit. No shit. <laughs> okay, and I, I have. I mean, I get that this is an early cartoon, but I kind of looking back at this now, I don't like the whole 150 different kinds of Pokemon because Misty is holding a Togepi. Okay, who yeah, is that's so that's that in itself right now, but. Right now, right now, as it stands in this episode, nobody knows about Mewtwo. Mm-mm. Nobody. True. And even after uh, Mewtwo strikes back the movie, everybody's minds get wiped. Who's the 150th Pokemon that we're not <laughs> talking about? He, unless, oh. uh, unless they're talking about Mew. Unless, well, un- un- unless oh. they know about Mew. Or unless more people than Ash know about the Pokemon that he saw. That is oh, true. Oh, 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 yeah, yes. So, yeah, I mean that that's true too. But I'm 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 starting to think that they that they know about Mew because since Mewtwo would be is well, it, 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 Mewtwo is 150 in the Pokemon game, but Mew is 151. But if people have talked about Mew. Everybody knows who the legendary birds are. So yeah, I, I'm guessing it's Mew, Doug. Because the Dexter, remember, Dexter didn't know about Ho-Oh. Oh, that's right. And he, he even had some line about there are more Pokemon out there that are, are currently accounted for or something. So, yeah. Discovered, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, Doug, you want to go over um, this next part? Let's see. So we, so we're still, we're kind of getting over the pissing contest and (laughs) Carrie straight up says, you're not as good of a trainer as I am. And, um, what does Oak Oak say? Because Oak has a good line. Well, right. Well, <clears throat> right before that, they they were going back and forth, and Ash was talking about how he he he's friends with his Pokemon, and but Gary is like he's like yeah, well, uh, um, even though I have two hundred Pokemon, I have multiples of certain Pokemon because you can never have too many Pokemon. Yeah, well, and so he has multiple. So like, how many how many Pidgey and how many, <laughs> many low level Pokemon does he have that he's just not bragging about? I mean, at least Ash's multiples are Tauros that you can only get at the Safari Zone. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then, you know, Oak says, oh, you you both have valid ways of of training Pokemon, and, you know, you've captured different Pokemon, and you have different personalities, and you've you've learned to become trainers in different ways. But... And, you know, whether or not you consider your Pokemon to be friends, they still need to be cared for. And he kneels down and he pets Pikachu on the head. Oh, if, that was, if that was Ash, he would have gotten shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's this real nice speech from from Professor Oak. And he says, you know, that's, you know, part of the reason that I'm a researcher is because I, I like discovering these things and. I I enjoy taking care of Pokemon, and he's kind of living his best life. <clears throat> so, and then uh, then we get thrown right back in the middle of Team Rocket. Oh yay! So it's at this point Team Rocket is walking, and they're sitting there moaning and groaning about taking the back way. So they're, they're on their way over to professor Oak's laboratory so they can steal a bunch of the Pokemon that's inside the laboratory. And they're like, Oh, this, this route is, is so draining. And Oh my goodness. I I can't believe we're back here. And it looks like James accidentally kicks a rock that hits a tree and when it hits the tree, a bunch of Kakuna drop down and they're all like, if there's a bunch of Kakuna over here, that must be Beedrills live here. And then a bunch of Beedrills come out and they just start chasing Jesse and James. They're running. And then they're like, how come we didn't know that all of these um, were in the Pokemon garden? And Meowth is like, I don't know. Why didn't we? He's like, quit fighting and keep running. And then they run over and they run into a Snorlax. And <laughs> James has a funny line. He's like, someone get the license plate number. I, I about died. That was a, that was a good line. <laughs> and then they look up and they're like, Snorlax. And then all these bee drills start flying down towards them. And we never we never find out what happened um, with the bee drill and Team Rocket at this point. Yeah, I mean... And I feel like they missed a trick. I feel like the next time we saw them, they should have been covered in stings, but that's I, just me. I feel like Beedrill can kill a human. It's got fucking drills for hands. <laughs> well, yeah, and it wasn't just one or two. It was a swarm, so you might not be wrong. 
I would have laughed if they were able to um, if they all like miscalculated and tried to hit them, but hit Snorlax and then they all just bounced off and then they got right. <laughs> so Mel, do you, uh, do you want to go over the, the next scene where professor Oak is talking about his busy day on a daily basis? I'm happy you asked because this is literally like a dream job for me. So he starts <laughs> his day by checking on all the Pokemon to make sure everyone's healthy and accounted for. Um, and then he goes and he lets out all the Pokemon out of their Pokeballs so they can get some exercise and fresh air. And he has little special habitats for each um, type of Pokemon. So he's got like a nice little like water area for the water Pokemon, uh, trees for the Mankeys. Uh, and then he talks about feeding them all the Pokemon get their breakfasts. And by the time he's done feeding the breakfast to all the Pokemon, he has to go ahead and start feeding them all lunch. <laughs> And then in the afternoons, he starts his research, and he's been studying different, like, variations of the same Pokemon types to see the differences and similarities between each Pokemon. And then he feeds them dinner, and then they go back into the Pokeballs for uh, the night to go to sleep. And that is what he does for the day. That is And I love that, because that's literally, like, a dream job of mine, since I'm such an animal lover. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be okay doing that all day. And then after that, um, a freaking um, Duduo um, come comes running up as they're outside. And what does Ash do, Doug? What Ch- does Ch- Ash do? <laughs> as, 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 if, as if to prove Gary's point without Gary even having to say a damn thing. Because <laughs> Gary pets the Duduo on his head and says, hey, how's it going? And Ash goes, is that yours? And he pulls out his Pokedex, and we find out that Doduo can run, can run fast, can run faster than it can fly. And w- which is bullshit because in in the Pokemon game, you can't fly on a Doduo or a Doug Trio. They can't learn fly. Well, I would hope you can't fly in a Doug Trio. They go underground. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Uh, w- What's up? Is that what it isn't it called Dudrio? Dudrio. There you go. My bad. My bad. And um yeah, you can't fly on those some bitches. <laughs> and I, I just recently got reminded of this in Pokemon Fire Red, because I was trying to fly and I had to use my damn Pidgeotto and put my Pidgeotto back in my party. And I was like, Oh, okay. So now I can fly. I also like the Nidorina Nidorina cuddling. Oh, that that's cute. One of my um, Pokemon in Pokemon Fire Red, which is a freaking monster, is my my Nidorino. I can't wait for him to evolve into a Nido King. Man, he's a beast. So- but but um, we go back and and we have everybody sitting there ooing and awing over all the Pokemon inside of the garden. Like you said, Mel, you see the Nidorina and Nidorina and Nidorino um, freaking cuddling together. Or Nidoran, my bad. Nidoran, yeah. And um, you see the Paris and Parasect. You see Onyx in the far distance. You see some Rhydon. And everyone's just having a Good old time. And um, Professor Oak is talking to him and he's educating both Ash and Gary that Pokemon basically take in the traits of their trainer. 
and that you have a special relationship with your Pokemon and Brock gets all <laughs> sorts of smitten. And he's like, oh, if that's true, then that means I might have a girlfriend because when I got this Vulpix, I got uh, um, freaking um, – who was the girl that, that he got that um, Vulpix from, Doug? I believe her name is Susie. Okay. And he's he's like, when I got this Vulpix, she gave this Vulpix to me and she cared for this Vulpix, so she might be my girlfriend. And everyone's looking at him and Gary's like, what's up with this guy? And Missy's like, oh, he's over in fantasy world. <laughs> and that made me happy because Vulpix is my second favorite Pokemon because I identify personally. <laughs> I too set people on fire when I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> All right. And then it's at this point that we get another running gag that Ash's muck just happens to be running around on the outside and he sees Professor Oak because he's so attached to Professor Oak because Ash doesn't use him. And would, uh, <laughs> would, would you say that muck is uh, running a muck? So he runs over to Professor Oak and Professor Oak gets all bug eyed and he's like, oh no. And Mug is like, muck, 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 <laughs> And then eats him. Yeah. <laughs> Just jumps right on top of freaking Professor Oak and Professor Oak, he's like, oh, you're mucking up my my favorite lab coat. And then Muck doesn't give no fucks. And just... Uh, <laughs> oh, I had that in my back pocket. I know. <laughs> and Professor Oak's like, see, I told you Pokemon get attached to you, didn't I? And then Muck just and then covers his face. <laughs> <laughs> He has become one with the muck. So, Doug, you want to go over this next part, Team Rocket? So then, after um, Professor Oak is consumed, then we see Team Rocket is climbing up, uh, well, I should say struggling up some rocks, and, you know, Jesse's like, oh, we have to do this the hard way, and... Meow says apparently the hard ways are our speciality and, and they're just they're climbing, they're climbing. And Jesse puts her hand on a Geodude and <laughs> Geodude got you, all smitten. Yeah, Geodude <laughs> got all embarrassed. He's like, Oh shucks, a pretty girl's touching my hand. Jesse goes <laughs> Jesse goes, Yeah. Later. <laughs> and, and and poor Geodude gets yeeted and oh. um and she's like, well, this is ridiculous. And she puts her hand down again, and she comes up with a sand slash. And Fair sand shrimp. slash is him, too. And <laughs> sand shrew cuts up her, basically, essentially cuts up her face and then gives her a drop kick as he bounds away. And <laughs> Jesse's first reaction is, oh, my makeup is ruined. I said, your makeup is ruined. You've been slashed like 15 you times. Have, you've lost your eye. You're, you're, <laughs> And then we have the grandmaster of them all, freaking Onyx, was right behind them, just all curled up in a big-ass circle, and then just starts chasing them. And then, you know, so they're booking it, and then we go, <clears throat> pardon me, and then we're back at the sanctuary, and 
uh, Misty's going Gaga for the water type Pokemon, and we get one more opportunity to kick Ash in the ding ding because Ash <laughs> says, "Well, you must have every type of Pokemon here." And Professor Oak says, "No, not really. Just." <laughs> And this is where we learn that, um, as we were saying earlier in the episode, um, that there's 150 type of Pokemon, known Pokemon. But, yeah, known. Yeah. But um, it seems like there are more in other areas, which, I mean, I guess, I mean, they they should have they 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 should have placed in this um, Pokemon episode and just said there's more than 150 because I believe it or at around this point they're getting ready for gold and silver which features Ho-Oh and I'm sure Professor Oak at some point has talked to other professors who have seen other Pokemon I, I don't know I, I just kind of threw my arms up in this episode yeah I mean I think I think the next episode um, yeah I mean you talk about um talking to other professors we 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 find somebody who apparently is considered to be the mac daddy Appar- apparently anybody can be a professor in pokemon but um but yes the ash is like he's like yeah he's like there must be because even dexter didn't know one of the pokemon when i first started my journey and then we get the flashback to ho-oh um going across the rainbow and Professor was like, yeah, it's still a great mystery. Nobody knows how many types of Pokemon there are in this world. And finding new and different Pokemon is a never-ending quest. And it's at this point that Ash is going back and forth saying that they're going to try to find all the Pokemon that they can and that they're going to train them to be as strong as they can be. And Gary and Ash have a moment where they're just staring at each other. (laughs) (laughs) And Brock is like, yeah, they really love Pokemon. And, (laughs) and Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) So Gary um, gets the big balls on him and he's like, come on, Ash. What do you say? We have a Pokemon battle. And you know, Ash, Ash can't say no to a Pokemon battle. Because they both can use the practice before the Pokemon League. And Pikachu gets all muscle-armed. And he's like, Pika! Like, I like that that pose that Pikachu did. Because Pikachu's just all sorts of confident. <laughs> and then we get an explosion in the distance. Mel? Okay. So, uh, we get an explosion in the distance. And we see a bunch of Voltorbs and Electrodes just chanting and just sizzling and everything and we see jesse and james popping out and uh james sings a semi-copyrighted song and yes <laughs> big pop over here for that huh? yep and uh they pop out and because everybody the the gang ran over they're like what's going on and you know all three of them hop out of the hole and they're like we followed you so we could grab that pikachu <laughs> and um then Meowth said something that made Jared kind of blush a little. He's like, we're done pussyfooting around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of I kind of took note of that. I was like... I mean, the, orig- the initial like definition of pussyfooting is being like light-footed. Being like on that. tiptoe, yeah, yeah. yeah. But hearing it now, I'm like, yikes. <laughs> yeah, no, because we're all corrupted is the problem. Right. So, I blame so, TikTok. 
I do too. So I don't know so, why. I just blame TikTok. So Meowth is like, hand over that rat, and now Gary and Doctor and Doctor Oak, Professor Oak are like, holy shit, it's a talking cow. <laughs> can, can you talk just a little bit more, please? And then you know Meowth is like, I can do you one better, and he, they, you know, go into the. We'll skip this part because they just go into the whole Jesse James whatever shit uh, <laughs> that they do all the time. And Team Rocket blasts off the speed of light, yada, yada, yada. Surrender now. Prepare to fight for that Pikachu. Blah, 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 blah. Meowth, that's right. Great, cool. Uh, so we go to, um, we ha- looks like we're getting a standoff or we're getting ready for a fight. And, you know, Gary and Ash are both like, we're going to fucking battle and shit like that. And everybody, they go to start battling. And then... I think somebody else should take this part just for the fun of it, because I'm curious what everybody else will have to say. <laughs> so I, I I have a funny line for this. So okay, it's, it's it's at this point that Ash's Toro see red. They see <laughs> they see Jesse's hair, and anyone that knows bulls, bulls can't stand the color red, and they go and they just. Clock Team Rocket and Team Rocket goes flying away. Was that what you were alluding to, Mel? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and they and it's at this point that they they broke Professor Oak's fence, which Professor Oak takes offense to. Uh, ah! Ah. <laughs> oh, you guys catch every single one. <laughs> so um professor oak is kind of happy that team rocket's gone but gary's like yeah but we didn't really get to do anything and he's and professor Oak's like that's not true he's like you're the one responsible um for saving my research center with all of your toros and then it's at this point that all the toros um look like they're starting to circle their way around because bulls like to run in circles and Ash says hi to all of his Toros. And Gary's like, I'm going to head home now. It's been a long day, which kind of catches Ash off guard. And, because he's like, he's thinking in this head, oh, we're not going to battle anymore. And they kind of agree to um, go on and battle at a later time, right before the Pokemon League. And it's at this point that... Professor Oak starts and hands them or hands Ash um, some tools to, yeah, some wood to help fix this fence that his Tauros have broken. Doug, do you want to take the ending to this episode? And then he also hands uh, Brock and Misty uh, some pieces to to help. And Misty's a little uh, confused and she says, and Oak says, believe me, helping others, um, sharing their burdens, um, that's the way to become a better trainer, a better friend, a better person. And they're all kind of like, oh, and Pikachu's misty-eyed and Togepi's just being oblivious on a fence post. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, we get the narrator and and we see Ash has turned his head around backwards. So, you know, it's serious. And <laughs> he's doing a shit job. I'll just say that for what it's that, worth. That, that should have been one big hammer, like throwdown for that damn fence or per nail. It, it should, it should just be yeah, click. 
but yeah. he but he's going to town. I, I can I can just imagine that that nail is all sorts of bent up, and Professor Oak that is nails like, bent. That wood, <laughs> that plank's probably a little cracked. I mean, you're looking you're looking at two nails, you know, one on each side. You're looking at maybe three or four slots of wood. I mean, you're talking maybe ten minutes. Yes, real easy, but. Ash is doing a shit job, but yeah, that's He's that, doing that, a shit job. That's how we end this week's episode. So, Doug, I know what I'm gonna give it, but what do you? What would you give this episode this week on your Dougometer? This episode is a two, and I'm being generous. Oh, okay. Well, why? I mean, I, I, why? I like it. I, I like it. I just, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I mean, all it did was serve to set some markers because we, we were hit over the head with an Ash Ketchum-style hammer that the <laughs> Pokemon League was starting in two months. So basically, in, in the showtime, you're getting two months of nothing. Um, I think... I think real time, like in terms of episodes, I think you may mention that the next couple weeks are going to be kind of like this. And having watched next week's episode as well, I can attest to it being more filler, even more filler than this, I would I would dare say. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to burst your bubble. We have nine more episodes until we get to the Pokemon League. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> it, um, I'm going to start using some of my sick days. Um, oh, I'm sorry, everybody. I got a bunch of phlegm. Not good yeah, for podcasts. Yeah, speaking of sick days, yeah. <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a two, and I'm being generous. All right, Mel, I'm, I'm kind of curious. What would you give this out of five? Okay, so I... The way I did this was that I started with five stars and I went down to see what, like, I took stars away based on certain things. So I took away a star uh, because of there was no battle, not technically. Okay. Um, I, but I'm going to keep it at like a three and a half because there are a few reasons for this. One big reason was I got to see Mewtwo and that kind of set my mood for the rest of the fucking show or the episode um but also it kind of it starts to bring everything that that one moment actually brings like kind of connects a lot of stuff especially with Mew and Mewtwo so I um I feel that's very important to show um I think having a conversation with Giovanni was very important because we don't really see Giovanni that much so having him be like in person and, you know, being kind of a part of this and we kind of learn a little bit more about Giovanni through that moment. Um, I thought that was really important. Um, I kind of going off of what Doug said, we are learning um, the the league is in two months. Um, all these trainers are coming. Uh, so that was a thing. And then we're, um, it, it, it's just, I feel like this episode had a lot of important conversations that were needed so that's why i'm i'm keeping it at about a three and a half okay and um and i like seeing all the pokemon like that that was really nice is just seeing them all in like a happy area you know living their best life and doing things that they do and you know and i'm going to um be one uh, uh, i'm gonna be almost one with you i'm i'm gonna put it down a half i'm gonna go with a three star 
for yeah. this episode. Um, the only reason is one, I like Gary. Like Gary, I, I love. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> you have this. You have this big like. I don't want to say confrontation because it's not a confrontation, but you you have this big one on one with Gary, and that's not a thing. Like that's a whole fucking episode with Gary. Yes. So we. Th- th- I, I feel like this is the first full blown episode between Ash and Gary. Yeah. And so yeah, we have Gary. Um, I did like the fact that we got to learn about the um, the Pokemon that's all around the area. The dialogue was great. All the different types of Pokemon that we got to see in this one episode. We got to see Giovanni. Um, we got to see a scared Team Rocket. And, and they didn't overwhelm this episode with Jesse no, and Jess. No, that was nice. Which was... Which, um, I mean, we're watching we're we're watching black and white, and they're not overwhelming us with Team Rocket anymore. But I kind of feel like in these early episodes, Team Rocket becomes a little much, and I think that oh, they yeah. finally learned that um, going forward in in newer episodes. But they, it, it was just the right amount of Team Rocket. Like Team Rocket got their comeuppance. Um, in the process of seeing Team Rocket, they got to see other Pokemon. So it was it. I, I'm like I said, I'm going to keep it at a three. We we got the nice interaction between Ash and Gary. We learned a lot about different types of Pokemon. We actually learned how many Pokemon Gary has compared to Ash and the different types of training me- me- methods that they use. So I liked it. Um, I'm 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 going to give this one a good old three star this week. Hey. So, and I normally, I normally don't do this, but today's a double recording day. Um, so after we're done with email, we got one more episode that me and Doug are going to record. So I have two packs of Pokemon cards in my hand. I have in my left hand, I have a Pokemon cards, um, Sword and Shield Evolving Skies booster packet with Sylveon on it. And I have Umbreon on the right hand, same Sword and Shield Evolving Skies. Am I going to open the right pack or the left pack, Mel? Left pack. Left pack. All right. We're going Sylveon this week, everybody. All right. So let's go ahead and get this. And if you guys want to see the cards that I have pulled, go ahead and follow up. Oh, it's just a condom wrapper. (laughs) So... So I that happened I, once. <laughs> <laughs> so I have I did pull a black trainer card, I um, mean um code card, which means that this card um pack might be a dud. But Doug, what um energy card am I going to look at first, putting four at the bottom and going back? How, how come the black cards got to be dud cards, man? Because they, <laughs> because the black cards are normally duds. So I mean, I mean that's kind of <laughs> fucked up, man. I mean, that's... How dare you? I, 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 I can hear a brother in, in a car right now going, "Yeah, Doug's right. Why? Yeah, Doug, yeah, Doug's right." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Doug, what energy card am I going to look at first? There wasn't really. Okay, if you're not prepared, Mel, what anything psychic? <laughs> I can't... Okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> It is a leaf card. All right. Ah, hell. There wasn't even any grass-type Pokemon in the episode. <laughs> I know. So I, I have a leaf energy, uh Hippodon, a Golduck, a Herdier, a Zora, Psyduck, 
a rufflet, a drowsy, a flabibi. I've never seen that Pokemon. Um, my reverse hollow is a nuzleaf. And then I have a non-hollow rare Appleton. So yeah, kind of a, a what? Called Appleton. Appleton. Yep. A P P L E T U N. Appleton. HP is ninety. It's a drag. It's a dragon type Pokemon. Gotcha. That's something. Um, you know, you got the the base and the evolve form in the same pack. Yeah. Psyduck and Golduck. Yeah, oh, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I got Psyduck and Golduck in in this pack. Appleton looks like a like a dweeb. <laughs> I would steal lunch money from him. <laughs> <laughs> you should see his unevolved form, um, Applin. So, but yeah, like I said, everybody, um, go on the good old Instagram. I also post the um, code cards for anybody. It's a one-time code use. So first come, first serve. Whoever gets it, gets it. And that's it. That's this week's episode. So thank you again for coming on, on today's show, Mel. Oh, thank you for having me again. Oh, you're very welcome. All right. So, Doug, do you have anything else to add to the, uh, add to this week's episode before we sign off? I think before we get off here, I think we should uh, plug Mel's shit again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, well, so, where, where, where uh, can all of our fans find you? I know, right? Uh, you can find us on Spotify. Let me actually... You can also, if you're um, on the Anchor website, we go through um, anchor.fm, so you can also listen to us there. Um, I, I think it's a little harder to listen on that particular platform because it just it, it stops and pause and crap. Mm-hmm. It, it's just all funky. Um, <laughs> so you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Podcast Addict. Um we're mostly well known on Spotify because that's just that's the most well known one of them all. Okay. Um, yeah. So just listen to us here on Spotify again. It's called Meta Dungeon, uh, the MD for your DM because we're the doctors of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> and you, you can catch us on Instagram at, at Meta Dungeon Masters. Our Facebook and Twitter are at Meta Dungeon. And uh, our Patreon is also uh, just Meta Dungeon. Our, so yeah, come listen to us. Uh, just talk shit about D and D. Absolutely. And for all of you that are out there, um, if you go to our description in this week's episode, all of the links um, for the pot for her podcast will be directly in the link. So if you're interested, yeah. go and click those links, everybody. And I'm going to make sure he does that this time. <laughs> I did do it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. Say goodbye, Mel. Bye, Mel. <laughs> and this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, don't be late to the party next week. Because next week's episode is about Slowpoke. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>